As you stare at the single blue line on the stick someone just peed on, you pray. Some pray for it to stay the single blue line. And some pray for a second line to slowly fade into existence. If you're listening to this podcast, you have probably seen the two blue lines. This is the Two Blue Lines Podcast, a pregnancy podcast for men. This show should never be confused for medical advice. Always talk to a doctor for that. We exist to bring you solid dad information as you navigate pregnancy. But enough introduction. Let's get into it. Welcome to episode eight. If you are listening to this at the beginning of week 36 of pregnancy, your baby is just about full term. And seriously, it's about go time. Mom is probably just about as ready as you are to have that baby. Hang on. She's not listening, is she? I can get myself in serious trouble talking about the uh, the suffering of dads with pregnant ladies around. So just keep that in mind as you listen to the rest of this episode. Uh, you don't want to get me in too much trouble, right? Anyways, this episode we are talking about weeks 36 through 40. We're also going to be talking about car seats, birth bags, and preparing for labor. Now, your baby is going to be getting cramped during this period. Mom can only get so big, and your baby continues to grow. By the time your baby hits week 40, they will have grown from a single cell to a 6 to 9 pound baby. That is a major difference. That's a fairly large baby, too. They're going to be going through the last-minute logistics to prepare for birth and entering the big open-world game we call life. You know, dotting those I's and crossing them T's. Their coat of fur is going to fall off because, remember, baby is covered in all that hair and kind of has a werewolf vibe to them at this point. Their eyes and ears will be preparing to work outside of the womb and they are practicing that cry that you will love so much once they arrive. Mom is also going to be hitting her wit's end with pregnancy during this stage as well. That bun in the oven has about overstayed their welcome. If she's anything like my wife, she will start serving that baby imaginary eviction notices with every kick or punch to the bladder. She's likely going to be feeling much more intense practice labor symptoms so preparation contractions braxton hicks all that fun stuff she's going to be feeling her body shift in preparation for birth and your lives should naturally start to slow down no more major road trips or flying across the country a baby could arrive at any time my daughter she was born on her due date on her due date That's right. The nurses at the hospital were amazed. They told us that only 3% of babies are born on their actual due date. That means most babies are born around their due date, not on the day of. It's important to realize that because really, uh, this is the time when you need to make sure your boss knows that at any time you could drop your tools and sprint out of the door 
you need to make sure that you've got your your affairs in order. You need to make sure that you've got babysitting for your other kids. If you have other kids, having those things in order and ready to go at any time is going to be important because babies are born around their due dates, not normally on the day of. There, There's also going to be some weird things that happen with mom as she prepares for birth. Now, brace yourself. Again, during the first episode, I, I talked about... Uh, if you don't want to hear too much biology, you know, pregnancy is not good for that. So here's some biology coming at you. The first thing, the first weird thing that happens with mom as she prepares for birth is that she's going to lose something called a mucus plug. There's a mucus plug over her cervix, kind of sealing everything inside. And it's been there for most of pregnancy. Now, she can lose this weeks or days or even hours leading up to pregnancy. Uh, the timing kind of varies, and when it happens, there is no emergency. But it is sometimes good to know this because, you know, it might kind of seem like she's dying, and that's just not the case. Uh, it's weird, but she's not dying. She's okay. Baby's okay. The second weird thing that could happen during this time is that her water could break as she goes into labor. Now, it's not normally like you see in the movies where mom's going about her day and then all of a sudden there's this huge gush of amniotic fluid everywhere. A lot of times it's a trickle and it doesn't mean that you guys have to run around like caffeinated gerbils trying to get in the car and rush to the hospital. But when the water breaks, it does mean it's time to go to the hospital. You should start heading that direction. Hey there, sorry to interrupt your episode, but no one ever listens to the end of podcasts and we just have to say a couple of programming things. We wanna say a quick thank you to the U Medical and Fatherhood Academy team for making this podcast possible. We don't have any sponsors for this show. It is a U Medical and Fatherhood Academy production. Find both organizations on social media at UMedical and at Fatherhood Academy. If you need to find Brandon personally, just look him up on social media platforms at Seminary Dad. A special thank you to whattoexpect.com. They have been an awesome resource for this podcast and for parents everywhere. Lastly, thank you to bestsound.com for putting out royalty-free music for us to use on this podcast. You guys rock. With that, I will let you get back to the episode. And this brings us to our last couple of tips as you prepare to meet your baby. The first tip is that you will want to have your car seat installed. That means in the car, buckled in, set up, ready for baby. This is best accomplished by having someone who knows what they're doing to help you install the car seat. In our area, our state troopers and our health department give free car seat car seat checks to any parent who wants them other parents who have been through the kid thing before will also be really good at this and you after some practice will also be really good at this but it's important that your car seat is installed properly that it's installed tight enough and that there's not a lot of wiggle room because remember baby's going to come out all floppy they're not going to be able to hold their heads up they're not really going to be able to do much and you want to make sure that this is installed properly. Now, if you are shopping for car seats, I highly recommend the car seats that have a detachable base. 
Our car seat was actually designed to pop off of the base that was installed in the car. It popped off, and then we could click it into another base in another car or click it into a jogging stroller that we had. And that jogging stroller has served us very well over the years. If you, if you buy this type of car seat, you can just invest in a couple of bases for your cars, for your parents' cars, for your babysitter's car, and not have to go through the install, install process every single time you need to change cars. But again, get this installed before she goes into labor. It's not a huge deal if you don't, but it is required to bring baby home and it's far more frustrating to get that car seat installed when you are under pressure to get to the hospital. The second tip is regarding your birth bag. This is a weird name, but you guys should take some time and pack your bug out birth bag before she goes into labor. Pack some snacks, hit the Walmart travel section for some $1 toiletries, pack some extra clothes. If you need some music, some cards, a laptop to keep you you and mom busy as she's laboring or after baby's born, pack those. My my wife had me take the entire 10 seasons of Friends to the hospital. We never used them, but I had them just in case. Right? This bag does not need to be in the car. In fact, if it's super hot or super cold where you're at, it's probably better that you don't keep it in the car. But just having it accessible and ready to go is, is really, really helpful. Also, don't feel like you need to pack everything. You don't need to take your whole closet. You don't need to take your whole bathroom. The only caveat to that is if there are COVID-19 restrictions, you probably won't be able to leave the hospital. But unless that's the case, you're normally able to leave the hospital room to go get some coffee, to grab some food, to grab a shower, to shop for something that you forgot. They, they don't imprison you in the delivery room. I wouldn't recommend leaving for work, to catch a football game, to do something that's needless after baby arrives or during labor. I, I would recommend you staying close for multiple reasons, but the, the major one is that you will never get this time back. You're only in that room with that child one time. The last tip is this. There are some things that you can do to help baby go head down and also to kind of kick labor into gear. If your baby is still head up or what they call breech, it is really, really good and important to try and work on getting baby to turn around. Getting mom up and about is great for pre preparing her for birth and getting baby to switch around. Ask her doctor about what workouts she can do. But walk walking actually was really helpful for my wife and I. It was a little bit too hard and too hot to walk outside where we were because the sidewalks were unlevel and she couldn't walk very fast. And it was pretty sweltering when, my, when she was about ready to go into labor with my daughter. So we went to our, our local mall and we walked every single day for probably the last four weeks of pregnancy. We went and walked and walked and she wanted to do, you know, three miles. She wanted that baby out. And it turns out walking around our mall for three miles is about four and a half laps around the entire mall, which is an interesting thing to know about your mall. 
So when you're walking, you don't want to go too fast. If she runs out of breath, take a break. She She's probably not going to be able to talk. She's going to have to focus on walking, kind of like if you were working out, you wouldn't be able to talk if you're doing it right. So be prepared to kind of walk in silence. You can cue up some podcasts, talk to her first before you pop in those earbuds. Uh, she might want to talk and slow down a little bit, but you can queue up some podcasts. I got really good at Pokemon Go during our pregnancy mall walks. That sounds really nerdy and really lame saying it out loud, but there you go. It kept me focused, uh, kept me next to her. She kind of enjoyed watching me be nerdy at the same time, so it helped distract her a little bit too. But walking was really, really helpful. Other things that you can do to help stimulate labor are eating certain foods and drinks. You need to be careful with this one a little bit because there's lots of old wives tales out there, lots of myths. Definitely check with your doctor before doing anything crazy like having her drink castor oil or something like that because you don't want to do anything to hurt her or the baby. I mean, you could potentially send her into you know, massive bouts of labor contractions somehow, but you don't want to do that outside of your doctor's permission and guidance. They're there for a reason. But when we were trying to get the process moving, our nurse at the doctor's appointment basically told us to go home and get naked. She said sex is actually really helpful at getting the labor process moving. There's some hormones, some stimulation stuff involved. And uh, yeah, that was something that we've heard multiple times from pregnant couples of the advice coming from their doctors to get labor into gear. And the nice thing is, if it doesn't work the first time, just try again there in a little bit. It's not a bad thing. So with all that said, enjoy the process. Each pregnancy will be different in the same way that each child will be unique. Make good memories, invest in your relationship, and do your dadly duty by supporting mom well. The season is starting to come to a close. There's only going to be two more episodes. One will be on weeks 41 through 43 for when baby is late. And we'll, we'll also talk through some complications, some unique situations that can happen with pregnancy. It'll be a little bit of a heavier episode. And then the last week are going to be some tips on taking baby home, and it will be wrapping up this season. Definitely give the last episode, episode 10, a listen, if even if you're lucky enough to skip episode 9. Enjoy meeting your little one. Reach out if you need support. And dads, until next time, enjoy pregnancy. <laughs>